0: Built for agriculture and powered by farm credit, AgDirect's financing terms are among the most flexible in the ag equipment business, matching the income stream of ag producers. Discover why more dealers and their customers are choosing AgDirect to finance, lease and refinance ag equipment by visiting agdirect.com. I'm Managing Editor Kim Schmidt. Welcome to On the Record. Here's an update on what's currently impacting the ag equipment industry. As we reported last time, the Association of Equipment Manufacturers, Agco, CNH Industrial, Deere & Company, and Kubota filed a lawsuit challenging the North Dakota Dealer Bill of Rights Law. According to published reports, a federal judge has ordered North Dakota Attorney General Wayne Stenahem not to enforce or institute any action for any alleged violation of the new law until the issue can be resolved. Farmers and dealers alike are feeling more optimistic about the state of the ag economy. The latest Ag Economy Barometer released earlier this month by Purdue University and the Center for Commercial Agriculture showed producers are more optimistic about the current conditions and their future expectations. The July barometer reading was 139, and the report's authors say sentiment this summer among the nation's agricultural producers is markedly more positive than during the summer of 2016, when barometer values ranged from the mid-90s to the low-100s. In Ag Equipment Intelligence's July Dealer Sentiments report, on average dealers forecast flat sales growth for 2017, the most positive forecast over the last 12 months. We spoke with Steve Hunt, Vice President of H&R AgriPower, a 12-store Case IH dealership based in Hopkinsville, Kentucky, during the Dealership Mine Summit earlier this month. Hunt also serves on the Case IH Dealer Advisory Board. From his perspective, we're currently nearing the bottom of this trough in the cycle. I think today, if you look at the state of agriculture in our area, I think we're close to the bottom of the trough, if you would. I think we're starting to see uh, farmers really uh, turn around in their thought process and and, in their buying habits and hopefully, I think more profitable this year. Prices, we have an opportunity to already to price decent prices. Now, all we have to have is yield. And today, we look like we're going to have a pretty decent yield in our area today. So, I think today, I hope we're going to be trending upward here going into the next two or three years. This week's dealers on the move include Canada West Harvest Center, Redline Equipment, Beard Implement Company, James River Equipment, and Pape Machinery. Class dealer Canada West Harvest Center announced plans to open a new location in Yorkton, Saskatchewan. This adds a fourth dealership to the region within the span of three years. Redline Equipment, a Case IH dealer with eight locations across Michigan, Ohio, and Indiana, is set to acquire Koenig Equipment's four Case IH stores in Indiana. Beard Implement, a Case IH, New Holland, and Kubota dealer with headquarters in Aaronsville, Illinois, has added two new locations in Hannibal, Missouri, and Pittsfield, Illinois. James River Equipment, a John Deere dealership with locations across North Carolina, South Carolina, and Virginia, has acquired Blue Ridge Farm Center based in Buchanan, Virginia. John Deere dealer Pepe Machinery broke ground on a new dealership and service center in Ray, Idaho. The new store will sell ag and turf equipment, as well as John Deere's construction and forestry line of equipment. Now here's Associate Editor James DeGraff with the latest from the Technology Corner.
1: Thanks, Kim. Precision farming partnerships are nothing new, especially in terms of developing robust agronomic offerings to farm customers. According to the 2017 Precision Farming Dealer Benchmark Study, nearly 40% of dealers and retailers offering agronomic services are utilizing third-party partnerships. Continuing the trend this week, four agribusinesses announced a joint venture to form Field Reveal, a service platform designed to help agronomists work more closely with farmers. The four collaborating companies are Wheat Growers, Landis Cooperative, Central Valley Egg, and Winfield United, all of which are expected to hold equity positions in the new joint venture, pending final approval from each organization. organization. The joint venture will license its Field Reveal Precision Farming Platform to additional egg retailers across North America, and could be incorporated as part of retailers' existing precision egg offerings. The genesis of the Field Reveal platform was the MZB Precision Farming System from Wheat Growers, Precision Farming Dealer's 2014 Most Valuable Dealership. Precision Farming Manager Brent Weisenberger says the key to the new agronomic tool is that it was designed to enhance the partnership between ag retailers, agronomists, and their customers. Weisenberger says, when you think about the technology space in agriculture, it's very dynamic. Field Reveal can't develop everything. This joint venture will allow us to digitally connect to best-in-class technologies that bring our producers the best value. I myself think about it as a shark tank for egg. Think about four egg retail businesses that represent millions of acres in a room together with a company that provides the, a great technical solution for all of us. Weisenberger adds that the joint venture positions the companies well for future growth in the agronomic space, creating an enlarged pr- footprint to preview or launch each company's new technologies. Back to you, Kim.
0: Service equipment, John Deere's largest dealership group in Canada, reported record second quarter revenues on August 10. Revenues for the quarter were $357.4 million, up 21% versus the second quarter of 2016. Revenues for the first half of the year are up 17% versus last year. The agriculture segment achieved record second quarter equipment sales of $200 million, up 28% versus the same period last year. Revenue from new equipment sales was up 37% versus the second quarter of 2016. Used equipment revenue was up 15%. Graham Drake, president and CEO, says the dealership's ongoing focus on service optimization increased overall service gross profit margin by 1.8% compared to the second quarter of 2016. Deere & Company reported its third quarter earnings on August 18th. Worldwide net sales and revenues were up 16% for the quarter to $7.8 billion. Net sales from equipment operations were $6.83 billion versus $5.86 billion for the same period last year. Ag and turf sales improved by 13% versus the third quarter last year. Deere's worldwide sales of ag and turf equipment are forecast to increase about 9% for fiscal year 2017. Industry sales for agricultural equipment in the U.S. and Canada are forecast to be down about 5% for 2017, reflecting weakness in the livestock sector and the continuing impact of low crop prices. During Deere's earnings call with analysts, Dr. J.B. Penn, Deere's chief economist, provided a commentary on the global ag economy. He says a turnaround in farm income is forecast for calendar year 2017, the first increase since the peak in 2013. Deere's experience suggests that traditional farmer capital purchase patterns are returning now that used equipment inventories are approaching more traditional levels. He adds, the agricultural credit situation still is relatively good across the sector loan volume has increased to be sure. We see that in the John Deere Financial revolving credit line, but most repayment and credit worthiness indicators and the John Deere Financial portfolio loan loss experience still are very well within the normal balance. Bueller Industries, manufacturer of versatile and farm king products, released its third quarter earnings report on August 14th. Total revenue for the quarter was $91.4 million, up 4.9% versus the same period last year. While continued weak commodity prices have hindered sales levels for the company as a whole, order totals in North America have bounced back this year, leading to an increase in U.S. sales. Eastern European sales remain steady year over year. Looking ahead to the fourth quarter and year as a whole, Bueller expects sales to increase from the 2016 totals. Competence stems from an elevated demand for equipment in 2017, despite the difficulties with lower commodity prices. According to the company, dealer inventory levels Her front-wheel assist and four-wheel drive tractors are down from last year in both Canada and the U.S., which will create opportunities when demand for new equipment increases. And now from the Implement and Tractor archives, International Harvester identified the need for a four-wheel drive tractor as early as 1910. The characteristics of what was needed for a successful tractor drove a whole generation of IH development. But it would be decades before production of a four-wheel drive would begin. The four-wheel drive 816s that IH first experimented with were good tractors but had short wheelbases. This caused trouble on rough terrain, exactly where four-wheel drives were needed. As always, we welcome your feedback. You can send comments and story suggestions to kschmidt at lestermedia.com. Until next time, thanks for joining us.